We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to another Huzzah! episode of No Other Pod. Are we, what are we medieval British now? I... Yes, now is the winter of my discontent. Okay, well, this is another victory pod for Sporting Kansas City. I'm Jimmy, and uh, Mr. British Man over there is uh, my co-host Dan. They call me Cooseyear, man. William Cooseyear. Oh, is that I, uh, what they call you? That was a Shakespeare uh, line. I don't, I, even, don't know if you knew that. Well, I, you know, I. I've seen a little bit of Shakespeare and read a little bit of Shakespeare in my time, but yeah. it's it's been a long time. I've seen the some the musical Something Rotten. There's some mm. Shakespeare stuff in there. So yeah, hey, no. dude, kind of a, a, a victory pod here. Essentially, uh, two games, one victory. It's a victory pod. It's officially a victory I mean, pod. That's that's fine. I'm still a little. I got that bad taste in my mouth because the victory didn't come from the game we thought it was going to come from. No, but we did say going into this week that if we get four points over the next two games, we will be happy. And guess what? We, we got did. four points over the last two games. We did not get them the way we hoped we would, you know. We didn't get them how we thought we would, that's for sure. But we got them, so yeah. that's okay, you know. And then, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. You look back at that San Jose game, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll definitely talk about the Seattle game. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's been a fun week. It's been a crazy week. we got a lot of stuff to talk about with Sporting oh Kansas City. Oh, my God, dude. There's Good news coos. all over the place. Good news coos is what they call me. Good it's news good coos. News broke on a Tuesday before we recorded? That doesn't yeah. happen ever. Sure doesn't. Yeah. I, so, I don't do what, what, what news are you talking about? Uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. We will talk about it. You know, but we uh, before we like getting into the podcast, we take a look every week, see, hey, we get some new reviews, new ratings. Oh, what we got here gosh. going on. And let me tell you, folks, we got a new review. We got we got a six star review last week that we read yeah. and, and we were That's pretty impressed. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it over to you and you can tell the people about our new review. Yeah, bro. This uh, this this Star Wars droid BZB ninety five. Left a uh, we're we're fucking dorks. That's so it's that's fine. So stupid. I reference. love it. I'm over here like can't wait to build my lightsaber at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> if you can go there and not die from coronavirus. Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't even drink Corona. Hey, seven star <laughs> review, dude. Can I do that? Is what they say. Five stars, essentially. But they, this is great. They said, I have never watched a full professional soccer game in my life before this season. Okay. I'm intrigued just reading this. I'm interested. I moved to, absolutely. 
I moved to the case. I moved to Casey last year and couldn't believe how many people cared about their soccer team. So I started listening to this podcast and I've gone to four games this year. And now I get it. These two created a new SKC fan for life. Keep up the energetic pod, guys. Go sporting, go. Hell yeah. Dude, I mean, I, I love when people discover the team or even the joy of, of sports in general. Mm-hmm. And soccer so so magical. And, and you and I were those people at one time. Yeah. And thank you. I mean, thank that's a great review. And I'm glad we could help uh, uh, spark your fandom. And I hope you Absolutely. come to a lot more games. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's one of my favorite things to hear is when we can bring in a new fan for Sporting KC because the club means a lot to you. It means a lot to me. It's helped uh, me certainly sort of uh, become entrenched in the Kansas City community in the seven plus years that I've lived here. Uh, it's, it's a huge part of my life. And, and I know it's a huge part of your life. It's, it's what brought us together as friends. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really cool thing when we can bring a new person into that family. Uh, and they left us a seven star review, they said. So yeah, that's a, that's a new, that's a, that's a world record. That's a new standard that's been set. Yeah. So, I mean, anything below seven, <laughs> I'm just like, get out of here. What are, what are you doing? So <laughs> thank you, you so doing? much for that review. Uh, if you've not yet left a review, yeah, there's, there's, there's always time. We'll read it. We'll get on here. We'll talk about how much we love you. So get on there and read the review and uh, write a review, excuse me. And we'll read the review and uh, we'll give you a shout out. So and, you know, I I don't know if you're into it this year. I'm into it this year. I, I've been watching the Olympics some, though it's it's tough because the time difference is crazy. Okay. So you're Tokyo. not waking up at 3 a.m. for soccer games? I'm, I'm not. No, I didn't. Wait. Yeah. We, we, we really botched that, uh, that U.S. women's national team versus Sweden prediction last week. We were like, we're not going to wake up. They're going to beat Sweden anyway. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, they lost. That was rough. Let's be honest. They barely squeezed into the the knockout round, man. Yeah, there's all sorts of crazy stuff happening at the at the Olympics this year. It's it's tough to watch. I mean, I've been watching some swimming at night, and that's live Have because you? they do that in the morning. But oh. like the gymnastics, it's all delayed by like twelve hours. So I woke Is up it? this morning and I saw what happened with the women's gymnastics team and with Simone Biles and everything. And, you know, shout out to yeah. her just by the way, for having the strength to, to say, Hey, mentally, I'm not in the right place. And, and I, that's you know, what it was. I didn't, I was going to ask yeah. you, I didn't really uh, see what was going on. She, I mean, she's got a lot going on. She said mentally and, and just feeling like the wow. weight of the world being on her shoulders. And there's been some family stuff, I think that I've read in the media elsewhere, but she basically was like, I wasn't in the right mental place to be able to do this. And Dude. I was actually going to hold my team back. So just, that's so cool though. Like, uh screw your olympics like i'm a person and right. i don't have to perform like some circus animal for your enjoyment you know what i mean right so shout out to her i mean it's the same thing that happened with you know naomi osaka the tennis player yeah. a couple of weeks ago at, at the major where she was like i can't get up there it's bad for my mental health to, to get all of this these questions from from the tennis media that that had to do with social justice issues and things and questioning her and second guessing her and she was like I'd rather not play than put my mental health through that. So I just want to say shout out to to Simone Biles for for having the strength and the courage to be able to do that. We could all learn something from people who put their mental health first over expectations of others. That's, Um, that's a thing these days, man. If, if one thing came out of, uh, you know, the pandemic, it's that we are all very much more aware of feelings, mm -hmm. but my, my generation and yours, I assume 
is is my my first instinct is still to be like i don't have no fucking feelings you know what i mean like i got like a what, tough what guy you, type thing what are you gonna cry you know you squirt some <laughs> yeah i you know it's it's tough you know i'm i'm fortunate where thankfully you know my dad specifically was never like the the tough guy super much really? mo guy like he, he was, always, I was actually, always told don't cry so there you go yeah no my dad my dad actually did a pretty good job of like you know talking about and showing emotion he, he's certainly not what you would consider a stereotypical tough guy that's for sure so I, i'm a little nice. lucky there but uh I'm also the dude who will be in a theater watching, uh, you know, the latest Disney movie and bawling my eyes out because, you know. Hey, I do it too, man. What, <laughs> a good so, song gets me, dude. You want right. to sing something from Moana? I'm about to lose it. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, Olympics, man, they, they're, they're pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. It's just, it, it feels weird this year. It feels weird, but. You want me to shock you? I haven't watched a single event. Yeah. I mean, not one. I, am I nuts? Am no, I, am no. I losing it? Like, why haven't I? Ratings are down across the board for oh, the Olympics. Sure. So it's Absolutely. tough. But, you know, you know, when the Olympics are here, though, it does. It, I mean, it's it's a summer event. It's a major summer event. The Olympics have happened. Euros ratings have happened because people want to sleep, dude. Like, that's, well, just, that's true. Too. I would I would be watching the women's soccer games and I might catch the end of this next one on Friday because I think it kicks off at six. Yeah. You know you're what I mean? So, yeah. huh? You're you're a morning person. Yeah, I mean, I I run, but I'll be uh, I, I think I'll be done running by halftime. So I yeah. mean, there's the, something the second half. But then, like the final for that is at like 9 p.m. And I'm like, how's that? How's that? Must work? be in the in like the morning or midday for them. For them, like the huh? next day, yeah. That's nuts. When when I'm watching swimming at night. They're like, oh yeah, it's it's morning in Tokyo, so they're doing swim meets in the morning. Yeah, so it's so they'll it, play it, soccer in the morning, but they couldn't be bothered so. to play any of these other games at that time. It, it's, you know, hey, twenty twenty eight, it'll be in Los Angeles, so it'll be a little bit better. Okay, so, so we'll that'll see. be. Well, that's not the next one, right? Where's no, the next well, one? Twenty twenty four Paris, 20, maybe twenty five. What? Right? No, because this think, is twenty twenty. Essentially, this is twenty twenty. I think twenty twenty four is Paris. The the next one is technically in February. It's the Winter Olympics in February twenty twenty two. That's in Beijing, so it's not going to be much better in terms of time oh, difference. Yeah. China, uh, they'll get you. <laughs> but you know, Olympics are happening right now. That's a big summer event. Uh, the Euros, baseball. There's lots of stuff going on all summer. Um, hey, you want to talk baseball? Uh, Royals have the best record since after the all-star game <laughs> well that's how you slice and dice something so you have to yeah. you got to take a win where you can get it yeah yeah well baseball season um it's you know it's been different for the royals this year because they started off real well and then they kind of haven't been and now i guess they're kind of coming back well i mean they're probably gonna come back and make the playoffs but we'll see hey, let's don't get crazier crazy. things have happened it could be wild if they make if they make the playoffs um but you know what else is wild? Watch this transition. What's that? Harry and out of control pubes. Your, your bush. <laughs> <laughs> Tame your pubes with our friends at Manscaped, the leader in below the waist grooming. Their fourth generation performance package includes the brand new lawnmower 4.0. And if an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat yourself like an Olympic gold medalist. Do oh, right, yeah. buy your balls, and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use promo code NOOTHERPOD for 20% off and free shipping. 
you know those swimmers shave it all, man. They got to be fast. They got to be, be aerodynamic as they glide. Be like those swimmers. You know, the world. The world's I'm a, starting. I'm a Ryan Lochte over here, man. I'm Ryan Lochte. <laughs> well, don't pick him. He's maybe not the best. No, he's better. He's better now. Is he? Okay. Well, yeah, he's a good man. He's on Big Brother. <laughs> the world is starting to open up for now. We'll see how that goes. And the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to get you ready. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, the Performance Box Briefs, and the Shed Travel Bag. Talk about a world-class dismount into a post-quarantine world. This package is the perfect package for your package. It's a lot of packages and, uh, and peak performance in whatever sport you desire. The brand new lawnmower 4.0 is here to take the podium. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to the advanced skin safe technology and the lawnmower 4.0 has that 7,000 RPM motor, the new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock. And it gives you the ability to turn on that 4,000 K led spotlight when you need it for a more precise shave. And did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? So you could be like Michael Phelps shaving his body while you're in the pool swimming like Michael Phelps does. So Whoa. lots of lots of cool opportunities. You could do deep sea ball shaving? Uh, well, you could. I mean, what's, I the, dep- what's the depth limit on that? Like I, a Timex watch, I need to know. It's a fantastic question. We can try to find out. Do your manscape. We'll what, is, what, is, what is the depth at which your uh, lawnmower 4.0 will continue got, to work. We got contacts. I'm going to go scuba pretty soon. I'd like to, you know, <laughs> shave my dudes. <laughs> I, I'm going to remove my wetsuit and, and just go for a nice little ocean shave. Why might not, happen. man? The sharks love it. <laughs> the package also comes with the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up top, both in your nose and ear. This tool yes. is a lock to take home the gold in the biathlon. Wow, I botched that word, the biathlon. That's the word I was going for. That means two. It does mean two. The the Weed Whacker uses a waterproof 9,000 RPM motor. 360. Huh? Isn't it a duathlon? No, it's a biathlon. What? It's a biathlon. And then there's a triathlon. Yeah, there's a tri. Then what's a duathlon? I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, well, it's a thing. We'll get your Google <laughs> fingers going later because you have to Google something at some point during this podcast. That's, right. that's what we do. It's a segment called Google this. <laughs> All right, I'll get, you'll get through this soon. <laughs> the package comes with that weed whacker uh, with that 9,000 RPM motor, 360 degree rotary dual blade system. And the nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology, with, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate face holes. After trimming yourself, show the show your body some sportsmanship with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are key to feeling victorious this year. Plus, you get those two free gifts, the Performance Package 4.0 Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD, all one word, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD, all one word at manscaped.com hey i did it i fucking did it uh dude duathlon is absolutely a thing it consists of a running leg followed by a cycling leg and then another running leg similar to triathlon but there's no swimming component i know what a duathlon is this is is, if i didn't run if i didn't if i did that instead of my triathlon i probably wouldn't have almost drowned like i did but the biathlon is a winter sport that combines cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. 
Ah, what? Hmm. So they're both things, but just two totally different things. Also, who's scheme? That's like a James Bond movie, bro. <laughs> like I'm cross-country skiing, pop, 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 taking people out. I don't think you're shooting while you're skiing. Well, they should be. I think you ski to the target, then you stop skiing, shoot, and then continue to ski. Get down, money penny. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, when I think of like, I need to figure out who the peak Olympic athletes are in the world, I'm like, what should we do? I guess I should ski and then shoot something. That's true, dude. And that is like, dude, I'm going to start training. for. I'm going to be an Olympic athlete. There's something out there for me. I got this. Is there? There's something. They're adding breakdancing. And I'm like, I'll learn, dude. I'll get these hips moving or something. Okay. Well, you let us know how that's going in a Just couple a of weeks. Of lubrication on my joints like the Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oil. <laughs> well, well, we'll check back in with you in a little bit. See how your Olympic training is going. I'll let you know how it's going. Yeah. Well, uh, what checks mix competitions? Because I can eat a ton of that shit. Well, you, Absolutely. You, know, you and Joey Chestnut and your eating competitions. Checks mix makes my skin hurt, but I can't stop. Yeah. Well, maybe you should. It's delicious. <laughs> one uh, one thing that's that's going really well is uh, Sporting KC's ownership group announced some pretty big news on Tuesday. And and this is, I don't know how much this affects the day-to-day operations of the club, if anything, but but this is pretty cool. None other than the man himself, Patrick Mahomes, has been announced as a new member of the Sporting Club Ownership Group. Yeah, have you he's, heard of this guy? He's a uh, new, new ownership guy. He's just a guy, minority owner. That's what I would, you know, say is, you know, he's he's just a guy who owns a small part I, of the team. I think his wife already owns some of a soccer team as well. Yeah, right? get get with the well. I was gonna say get with it, you know, but he's also a a, a minority owner in the Kansas City Royals. So I, why do you say that? Because he's half black. No, my God. Oh. What? What? <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> I mean, he is. Yes, but no, that is not. Why That's not what that means. Okay. All right, I'm saying it. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes said, I am grateful for the opportunity to join Sporting Kansas City's ownership team and strengthen my connection to the fans and the city I love. Sporting is a community-oriented club, and I am excited to continue supporting the growth of soccer in Kansas City. So we've all seen Patrick at the games. He's been out there a few times, uh, you know, hasn't come and hung out with his favorite podcast yet, but we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him on here. I did appreciate. So you you texted me about this news. I had not seen it yet. Yeah. So you you text yeah. me. I, I get on I get on Twitter to to see what's going on. And and I I do I you know look shooters shoot. So I appreciate you shooting your shot. You, well, the, the next question that you asked me is, can we get him on the podcast? Yeah. And uh, you know it. <laughs> he he might be a little busy right now. A little busy, you know, thing and such. Jimmy but. doesn't, Jimmy doesn't provide solutions. Jimmy's just like, well, here's, <laughs> instead, I, I said, how can we make this happen? And Jimmy wants to say, well, here's why we can't. And I'm like, wow, you're a blast. Like you were just, <laughs> I don't even know what I called you, but you take my idea and you take a big poop on it. And you're like, <laughs> I just, I'm like, man, let me dream. All right. I'm, I need a dream catcher, not a dream crapper. All right. That's, and that's, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. It's, um, <laughs> such a dream I mean, how does that go at work meetings like how can we improve this and you'll be like well we can't I, oh that's my not God, how it goes at work but you did you did say a, you're, i'm a dream crapper and then and then i did appreciate the elaboration you know a dream crapper is a person who craps on dreams that's you well 
If you don't respond right away, you get an explanation. I was in a work meeting. <laughs> a, work, a work meeting. What other meetings you got going on? I got too many meetings is what I got going on. But uh, yeah. this is this is pretty cool that, you know, we've talked about before, briefly, not often, but we, we talked about after Kansas City won the Super Bowl, if having an international superstar like Patrick Mahomes in a place like Kansas city, even if he doesn't play for sporting KC could actually impact recruitment for sporting KC because it puts Kansas city on the map internationally. Suddenly players who may not have heard of Kansas city before might now know what Kansas city is because we have arguably the face of American professional sports in our town. Well, now he's an official part of the club and that's, that's pretty cool. So it's kind of wild, man. You know, he's going to, uh, you think he'll probably come to more games when he can. I think when it's not football season and he can, yeah. I mean, now he can, I mean, I'm sure he could get into the owner's box before I doubt Cliff Illig is not up there being like, you know, excuse me, Patrick, you, you can't sit here. You got to go down there. Well, can I see your ticket, please? Here's what I, where I feel bad. I'm all like, Yes, let's get Patrick Mahomes on this podcast. Which have I ever said, let's get Cliff Illig on this podcast? And I'm like, oh, I feel terrible now. Right. Well, no, look. I'm, well, he's a majority owner. I mean, why yeah, wouldn't you get him? Oh, he no Super Bowl? Not enough Super Bowls for you? Mr. Dream, Mr. Dream Crapper, DC. <laughs> Mr. DC. <laughs> I'm sure Cliff might be a very lovely person. I don't know firsthand. I've never met him, but uh, I like I, his last name. If you think about it, Illig is kind of the the noise you make if you're uh, trying to lick the last bit of soup out of your bowl. Illig. <laughs> Accurate. You had, I had to give you the visual just yeah. there. It was it was different. But I, I think Cliff would understand. If I said, you know what, Cliff, I'm sorry. I'd rather talk to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Apologies. I mean, probably better hair. Maybe better, better style. Absolutely. Uh, sneaker game is probably on point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Super Bowl ring. He's got the, Oak, <laughs> the Oakley sunglass collection. So well, does he have an MLS cup ring? All right. Uh, he might get one, depending on how sporting Casey goes this year. If that happened this year. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. We're just, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Now I'm getting excited. <laughs> and you know me, I take it and run. I, I can't do this. So uh, welcome to Patrick Mahomes officially to the Sporting Kansas City family. I did look to see if they're going to do a press conference with him. They are not because what? he's busy with training camp. So I, what does that mean? I, he's got time. We'll make it happen. We'll, <laughs> let's, let's go up there to him. All right. We'll take the just pod go to, to St. Joe, Joe, my friend. Okay. Hit the road. I got some. I got some vacation days to use. I, I don't know where to use them, you know. It does make me wonder, do we go through Sporting KC PR or do we go through Chiefs PR if we're trying to get Patrick Mahomes in the future? Hey, we got a little CC line on the emails, man. We put them all on there. <laughs> CC Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so very cool. We'll see if he, if he appears at more sporting games uh, in the future, but uh, very excited to have Patrick Mahomes officially part of the Sporting KC family. So let's talk a little bit about the San Jose game. I mean, it's not the most exciting game that happened this week, but wasn't it? We, was it not exciting in a whole different way? Well, in, in ways that we didn't want it to be. Um, this was Wilson Harris and Cam Dukes, both of their first MLS starts. So that was exciting. Uh, and, you know, 
Bet Cam. you're not. Bet you're not laughing at me for getting that Cam Duke jersey on the on was, the auction. I was never laughing at you. I know, but if you were, you certainly aren't now. No, I just. I mean, Cam wears. Glad a size I got it when I did. Small jersey, right? Doesn't Cam wear a does, small? He does wear a small, so my yeah. my my arm fits in it. You know. <laughs> uh, he's 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 a little speed demon out there on the field. He is fast, uh, yeah. my lord. Very fast man. I think his brother Christian shared on Instagram and said, "Dad, why didn't I get any of this speed?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam. Cam was uh, arguably the player of the game. That's what Peter said from from the San Jose game on Wednesday, and, and Wilson Harris played that. very well. They um, said he drew eight fouls that game mm-hmm. and that's all that was called people because if you watch this game the referee <laughs> sucked from minute two. Oh my god yeah what was his name dickerson i think it was I, and i don't know he I, uh I don't, don't care because i i don't i want to forget him forever yeah. well and and let me tell you uh he's from the san jose area i believe or at least he's part of oh. like the san jose professional referees association or something like that Is so that right i'm not i saw that on twitter going around i'm not officially confirming but that's what i saw so hey, well san jose fans were eating this result up because yeah. like it, it, it was for one it was bad both ways at, at some points mm-hmm. but more towards us at one point and it was just like this is too much dude are you guys even real referees or yeah, were you just it, bar buddies that showed up and was like hey we need a job <laughs> well peter called it consistently inconsistent which was i think or, the, yeah. the nicest thing that he said about the referees that night uh, he said that the referee should have shown at least two more double yellow cards on fouls just on Cam Duke. I don't even know what you're watching. The only thing consistent was the inconsistency. Uh, and then when, with the, the VAR situation at the end, um, he said it's a complete cluster. How you call that back, I have zero idea. Complete cluster and disrespect to our team and the fan base. I can't understand. So When all is said and done, you want to feel lucky to even get a point. You want to feel good about that. But just the game as a whole, you have to be – and you got to move on because, for one, they had another game in four days. Right. But, man, I still got this bad taste in my mouth. Like, that that night sucked, bro. And I didn't lose my voice cheering. I lost it yelling at the refs. Well, because they were – I mean, literally right in front of you. I want to get your perspective on this. Daniel <laughs> Shallow, he got taken down from behind in open field. Nobody around him just literally pulled down from behind. The AR was literally right there staring at it. Yep. No call. The head ref was ahead of the play, so he couldn't have seen it, but it's the sure. it's the responsibility of the AR to flag that signal to the ref and say, I just witnessed an, an attempted murder on the field. And what happened was that AR, he he touches his earpiece like he's talking to someone up top, like what happened, like what do I do? And it's like, what do you mean? What do you do? I realize you're 16 years old and you just got your license yesterday to freaking drive <laughs> here. But dude, you call the foul because I don't know. Is this his first game or something? Because it happened right in front of him. And he's talking on his earpiece. Take some initiative, dude. You have a bigger job than just calling off sides. Yeah. He, he gives ARs a bad name to where we think all they're good for is calling off sides. Big deal. Yeah. And yeah. out of bounds. Oh, that way. And half the time they're wrong on that. <laughs> well, there were some times even in this game where there was some confusion because the ref would, would or the, the, the AR would point one way and then the head ref would like, no, it's that way, call it back. And yeah. it's like, what is what is happening right now? Are you on the same page? Are you all high as hell? I, let, I didn't know what was going on. Let me ask you this. So you mentioned, I couldn't see from the press box where I was, but you mentioned he was touching his ear like he was talking to somebody. 
how many times, or do you think it's happened, and it's had to have happened at least one time, where an AR or a ref doesn't have any idea what's going on, so they just hold their hand to their ear to pretend like they're talking to somebody, and then can be like, no, nope, they, they told me it's nothing, I, nothing I can do. <laughs> Maybe so. Just I tell like- you what, though, <laughs> we had the nicest heckler near us. Uh, it was an older gentleman, and I, I think they knew this referee's name. I think it was Tyler, and he just goes, you're having a really bad game, Tyler. <laughs> he just goes, tell your, tell your buddy, tell your uh, center referee, you guys are doing very bad. <laughs> While everyone else around him is like, you fucking suck. You suck. <laughs> you better watch yourself as you go to the car. <laughs> Dude, that's how I was feeling. I was like, do they have an escort to the car? Because if you saw Johnny Russell, if the fans weren't going to kill this guy afterwards, Johnny was going to kill him with a Claymore Scottish sword. And it was going to happen. <laughs> Johnny and was pissed. Was, and I'm sure you saw my picture uh, uh, that I shared on Twitter about Luis Martins getting all, all sorts of, can I speak to the manager? Like, yeah. Marched right over there and was like, yeah. you, you listen here. I, I have a coupon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, Johnny um, – he talked to the, the, the ref at halftime for quite a long time because there was the, the issue with, with Jalen where Jalen, admittedly, it might have been a reckless challenge or probably was a reckless challenge for Jalen to go in there. And, and, but Jalen ended up getting shown a yellow card and it's just bad optics after, uh, even if it's the right call, it looked like Jalen might have been kicked in the face. He definitely hit his head on the turf. He's there with a head injury and then he gets shown a yellow card. It might have technically been the right call, so I'm not going to argue that. But just there was a lot of things that seemed like they were going against SKC. Cam Duke was getting manhandled, and he still drew a season-high fouls at eight. So There should have been yellow cards for, like, persistent infringement. Like, it it just – Oh, yeah. One guy was allowed, like, four or five fouls, and I'm like, how many does he get? Yeah. I mean, even even when I play rec soccer and the same guy fouls me twice, I turn to the referee and I go – that's two. That's two. One more. I'm like, are we? I'm like, are we keeping count? Because I don't like to fall down. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm older, and it, it takes a lot longer to recover. Not so. a fan. The, the turf hurts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cauldron was giving it to to Wando. They were not having a good time with Wando in this game. Well, Wando didn't do a damn thing. I mean, he had like one opportunity on goal, I think, and it was just botched. I, mean, I don't. Didn't I didn't. Know. Someone said that Wanda was kind of taunting the cauldron maybe at, at one it? point. I didn't see that, okay. but I saw that, but I did hear the cauldron at one point. I, I just, I was typing a tweet or, or something for a story or something like that. And all of a sudden I just hear, fuck you, Wanda. And I'm like, oh, oh they're like just on a chant on repeat over and over. And I'm like, whoa, they're not. I, I missed that, I guess. That's interesting. Yeah. So they were, uh, they were not having huh. it with Wando that night. Well, he must have provoked that because, like, he, it's not like he was scoring on us or nothing. He didn't do nothing. No. Uh, Wilson Harris, it was his first start, and he had a, a shot in the 39th minute from distance, kind of right in front of you, that was on frame and, and forced a save from yeah. Marcinkowski. So, not a bad this, showing. Not a bad showing from Wilson Harris, man. There were times when I was like, okay, don't, let's, let's don't kick it at the goalkeeper. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> go for an open net, and and it's just a couple miss hits, and and a couple times where he didn't really have any other choice but to yeah. like try to go near post because yeah. of the angle. Yeah, uh, cool to see him out there. Uh, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I was fully expecting Kyrie to be up there, but yeah. they did make some changes later on in the second half and and brought Kyrie on for some extra force. Yeah, it, you know, second half, uh, Remy Walter came out at the half. Uh, that was a planned sub, according to Peter. And then Graham Zusi moved to the number six, which is Man, not something not? we see very often. 
Hey, you want Graham and gold, put Graham and gold, dude. He'll do whatever he needs to do, man. <laughs> He's, I mean, I, I legit think we've seen him play just about every position during his time. I mean, we've seen him play striker. We've seen him play the number 10. We've seen him play on the wing. We've seen him play number sure. six. We've seen him play sort of box to box. We've seen him play fullback. He's probably dropped back and covered for center back at some point in his time at, at SKC. Yeah. So if something happened to our goalkeepers via injuries or a red card of some sort, and we had no backup, who do you think they go to on the field? Who do you think steps back into that good role? And question. We, we've seen it happen. Uh, Mike McGee years ago, I think for the galaxy did that. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, part of me wants to say Kyrie just because he's the biggest. I was going to say Fontas, but. Uh, Fontas is slow though, man. Yeah, Kyrie would have that reaction time. And yeah. you, don't, you don't talk like that about Fontas. You see his shirt. His shirt is the sweatiest, man. He's got those, <laughs> he's got those Spaniard sweat glands, dude. He's, he's, that's my kind of guy. That's a man's man. Uh, no, I, Fontas is, is arguably one of the, the, the best players in the team this year. I mean, they were well, put up an article jersey. on MLSsoccer.com last week. I think we mentioned where statistically they're like, he should be one of the MLS all-star starting 11 players. Should be. So, he's doing and real I well. Mean, say what you want about his speed. I mean, the dude takes the right steps, gets the interceptions, but maybe Kyrie, man, for being one of the tallest and uh, uh, speediest to maybe have some hands. I don't know. That'd yeah, be interesting. Let's hope we don't one. have to see that. <laughs> You're right. I, I would not not like that. So let's let's just <laughs> not do it. Um, halftime comes around, fifty third minute. It's off a set piece. I feel like a broken record, but I'm like set pieces still seem to be a little, little bit of a challenge at times for Sporting KC. And uh, San Jose uh, whipped in a corner, and then their new defender Nathan hopped up, sort of unmarked. Um, EC couldn't really get there, and and he just redirects the ball on frame, and, and San Jose goes up 1-0, and at that point, it kind of started to feel, because Sporting KC had out-possessed, had outshot both total and on frame, it started to feel like one of those games where it's like, ah, shoot, is this going to be one of those where we just can't find the target? They get their one goal, and we lose a game we should win. Yeah, they were big-time mad about that. Peter always says, dude, we will not concede goals off set pieces like that is the thing never yeah and i think even afterwards he goes uh, a little mad that that happened but yeah uh, that is what it is <laughs> yeah it's um it's it's tough but uh sporting is is obviously known this year for bouncing back and um earning points from a trailing position and uh in the night well 87th minute is when the foul occurred really johnny russell has the ball in San Jose's box, he's dribbling around the defenders. He kind of gets by Shea Salinas. Shalina, uh, Salinas tackles from behind. Johnny Russell gets taken down. He immediately pops up, is not begging for anything. He's, he's still got possession, and there's some passing lanes in the box. But the referee points to the penalty spot. And I'm not going to lie, when because this happened right in front of me, when I saw the point to the penalty spot, my first thought was, ooh, I don't know about that call. Yeah. That's that of all of the calls I've seen called penalties. That is not one that I immediately thought, Oh, that's a penalty. I thought that might be a solid tackle. I think no. if it is a penalty, Johnny goes to ground. I mean, I, I think Johnny probably thought it wasn't as well. So that's why he kept trying to score. Well, he still had possession. He got back up and was, was attempting to continue to play. And like I said, there was a passing lane back to almost a penalty spot and you had a couple of sporting players right around there and and 
they could have just scored a, a, a goal in the run of play. Um, yeah. okay. I saw the replay and I was like, okay, he gets the ball, but there is some contact with Johnny. It's, it's not a thing where if you get the ball, then there's no foul. There is a little bit of contact with Johnny. He does get in his way. So I'm like, maybe what I thought was, this is one of those calls where there's not enough to overturn whatever the call on the field is. If you called it no foul, I would have said, stick with the call. You called it yeah. a foul, a penalty. I would have said, stick with the call. It's, it's not clear and obvious enough for me, but he went True. and reviewed it. He overturned it. And then the bullshit happened, which is technically according to the, you know, IFAB correct. laws of the game. It's the correct call where yeah. they get the dropped ball just given to their goalkeeper. So, okay. Ups. Let's, let's be mad about it right now. Mad about the overturned call, but don't because this is the referee's MO dude. Oh, did he mess something up? Did VAR have to dig him out of a hole? Like he, he just, they sucked, man. They, they all suck yeah. except, except the guy on the, the, the West end. That assistant referee uh, probably had the night of his life. He's like, eh, I had a pretty good game. You guys kind of suck, though. Thank God people aren't looking at me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, you guys are pretty rough. All drinks are on me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that sucked. You, you, at that point, you're like, oh, shit, we're not, we're not getting out of here with, with a, even a draw, let alone a win. Nine minutes of stoppage time get shown, which is crazy. And then uh, Johnny Russell steps up to take a free kick outside the box in the 94th minute. He kicks a gorgeous shot that uh, Marcinkowski kind of gets a, a hand to, but it bounces off the inside of the post. Literally no San Jose players move. They what all you, stand there. What's the there. guy's name? Marcinkowski. Oh, my God. sounded like you said the, the character from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Wazowski doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> it's very familiar. Um, and then three sporting players run to the ball. Daniel Shallow, he gets there first and taps it in for the goal. And suddenly it's, it's one, 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 uh, Shally right. probably should have put a, a, a goal away later to give us the win, or he could have laid it off to Kyrie. He didn't yeah. do that, but at least he gets this and, and it's a draw. Give that goal to all three guys. Cause that was nuts. That was, yeah. I was like, Oh, who's going to get, who did get a foot on that? I'm going to have to see the replay on that, but yeah. he did have another time in like the final seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. And he was really trying to shoot and he didn't have to, he could have yeah. just laid it off to Kyrie and, and shoot it. And yeah. there were other times when Daniel was wide open on the back post. And I don't think Wilson Harris lifted up his head to see him. Yeah. The so Wilson shot. And I'm like, Oh no, Oh no. Daniel has a tap in Kyrie has a tap in. Like you can say all this if, if then, but, and, but you know, what it could, all that stuff, it doesn't matter, but damn it, dude, what could have been like, yeah losing points at home should not ever happen. And they know yeah. that it, uh, it could have been a win, especially because, you know, with a few minutes left in stoppage, um, Judson Tavares got a red card. So sporting was up a man. It's just. And took the longest walk of shame I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I was like, will someone carry this man off the field? <laughs> like everyone's booing at him and he's just like, hmm, grass yeah. looks nice. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, Playing it was the game, a, a dude. weird game. Um uh, they like to muck it up. And it was weird enough for Daniel Shally basically to say, I hope they, uh, their house burns down or something of that <laughs> sort that he said at the end. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that he said that. 
Well, uh, he was basically like, uh, their plane will probably crash on. No, he, no, he said, did not say that. I hope they don't get any points ever. They don't deserve points. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So That's weird, wild. weird game, but they get a point. Sporting KC turn around quickly, although not quite as quickly as Seattle, who played on Thursday. Uh, and Seattle's Thursday game against Austin, they had basically a team of teenagers and then Raul Ruiz Diaz. Yeah, and they of beat babes. Austin on the road. Uh, and they were pumped, dude. They're like, huh. Sorry, old man Beasler. We got our kiddos taking yeah. you out. You know, their lineup was a little closer to normal on on uh, Sunday against Sporting, but I mean they were still missing Nicholas Ladero. They're still missing the Roldan brothers. They obviously don't have Jordan Morris. There's no Stephen Fry. So this is not the the Sounders yeah. of. But know. neither were we. So no. it's like whatever, man. Let's see what kind of game we get. Our right. I don't want to say B squad versus B squad, but it's uh you know we're missing some key players in our starting mm-hmm. lineup. We're missing our best player, arguably our two best players in Alan Polito and, and Gianluca Buzio. I started so. to feel a little confident after I saw the lineup they put out on Thursday against really? Austin. I was like, I'm not as scared. Like I think, and then I read an article on MLSsoccer.com and said, sporting needs to jump on this. Like yeah. if they don't go take advantage of Seattle's, you know, roster right now, then I don't know what they're doing. And yeah. boy, did they. They did. I mean, it almost got off to a, a relatively rough start, 25th minute. Um, Freddie Montero in the box with a gorgeous bicycle kick, and Tim just basically reaction saved with the dive to his left. He kept it level at zero. Uh, that would have been, you know, obviously Sporting have come back quite a bit from being down, but going down on the road to Seattle on a play like that would have been tough. So, Tim, man, just that dude is unreal. I don't understand. I- when that bicycle kick was attempted, I was like, what in the world? Oh, oh no. It was <laughs> almost perfect. Yeah, it was pretty Three inches good. to the right, and it would have been in. Tim's reaction time, dude. I just, I imagine that he's like the karate kid at home. Like, if you, <laughs> if you ever drop something out of the cabinet and then caught it, just on like instinct. I, I'm catching things all the time, like spices, glass yeah. jars. I'm like, am I Spider Man today? Like this is wild. I imagine Tim's like that. He's got a baby in one arm, uh, freaking volleys like a plate up into his hand of spaghetti. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Next time I walk near your house, I'm just gonna throw something at you unprovoked and just see if you can catch it. I'm like, dude, I'm totally ready. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> right I'm just gonna tell go. you. I'm gonna, at some point tonight, I'm gonna throw something at you. I'm not gonna tell you when, and I'm not gonna tell you what. Well, but at I mean, some point, I'm gonna throw, throw it. It's more of a lightly toss. Now you're okay. talking assault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it stayed level at zero. And then Johnny Russell, man, you know, Buzio has been the set piece guy, and and Buzio yeah. likely won't be back with Sporting Kansas City. Yep, we hardly knew you. And so Johnny Russell has become Mister Set Piece. And uh, 30th minute, 31st minute, Johnny Russell steps up to a free kick, and it's he and Zusi standing over it. And he curls this thing off his left foot perfectly just off the inside of the, the post and into the back of the net. And suddenly it's 1-0 Sporting KC in the 31st minute. Goalkeeper has this saved. Does he not step one step to his left? Mm-hmm. He's in position, dude, and he, he saves it. No problem if he doesn't make that one little step. Yeah. He read it wrong. Yeah. I mean, and look, you know. Stefan Cleveland, I think is his name. This isn't Stefan Fry. This is a different Stefan. Right, it was Cleveland. Oh, Peter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cleveland was uh, was not the best guardian tonight. Wasn't great. See man. what I did there? Oh, you did. Cleveland guardians. A lot of people are real butthurt team. about that situation. Yeah, well, 
same people who are mad about a, a sports team name or the people who can't bear to yeah. wear a mask in a store for five minutes. So let's be honest. It's a freaking name. All right. Yeah. You'll get over I like, it. You got I like so- the name. Sure. You got soccer teams adding FC and SC and no one cares about that for like Should a day, you know, Cleveland, BC, Cleveland, baseball club, Oh, baseball club. There you go. <laughs> uh, so <British> Columbia, <laughs> good for, good for Johnny there. Uh, you know, feeling good one zero, but you want to get another one. And then 42nd minute, this all starts with Gotti Kinda's work rate. He, uh, Kellen Rowe has the ball uh, in sporting KC territory. He attempts to make a long ball pass and Gotti Kinda jumps in front of it and just totally blocks it. And then the ball falls right in front of Kyrie Shelton, who makes a fantastic run, nearly half the length of the field, lays it off for Gotti Kinda, who finds a trailing Daniel Shallowy, who off the outside of his foot from outside the box fires the ball directly into the back of the net. This man cannot stop scoring. It's badass, man. It's badass. That that shot, just hard. Uh, again, goalkeeper probably should have saved it, but it just too many things happened, like three mm-hmm. passes and then just a rocket. And yeah. that's the thing about this game, dude. All three goals mm-hmm. were like highlight material, not just for the game, for right. the league. Right. Well, I, I saw some people, because if you look at the XG for the game, it's actually pretty even. It's about 1-1. Uh, really? And, and, you know, you, you look at the, the way the game went and you look at the, the, the score and you're like, SKC dominated. So some people are like, what's going on with Man. the XG? This, this, this XG actually shows it's, it's more level than it should be. But then you go back and, and watch the goals that, that Sporting Kansas City scored. Those are not easy goals. Those do not have a high XG value for each of them. Johnny on the free kick. Daniel off the outside of his foot from outside the box. And then the Cam Duke goal later, which I don't know what's better, Cam Duke's finish or Graham Zussi's cross. None of those goals are easy. None of them have a high XG value. It just so happened that sporting was in form on Sunday night and they finished. Bro, we're not even, people don't even talk about Graham Zussi's cross. You know why? Because it's what he does. Like, mm-hmm watch Zussi all game. He goes up that right side. He's looking for that back post area all the time. And oftentimes it's Daniel Shallowy over there and it's a very good cross, mm-hmm. but like, that's why no one's speaking about it because it's like, Oh, it's Graham Zussi. Of course that happened. Everyone's yeah. talking about Cam Duke because, Oh my God, a little sliding, you know, a little ax kick in there or whatever, you know, a little, uh, I don't know, a little one hopper into the goal, you know? Right. No, it's, it's gorgeous. Cam Duke times his run perfectly. And I'm just I'm I'm almost marveling at the physics of, of Zussi's cross because when yeah. it comes off his foot, it's not like it didn't have power. It actually it had a little bit of power. It just like had such curve on it that it almost I don't want to say died, but it almost kind of died at the apex of its yeah. height and then just kind of fell perfectly right to Cam Duke's foot, who, yeah, he kind of like almost sideways is that a, i don't think that's a scorpion kick but like no he, a little axe kick situation yeah. if, if it was uh in the air or something but the thing is zussi like gives it to johnny and johnny doesn't even really take it anywhere and lays it back off to zeus like no you you cross it in yeah. and that's what threw off the back line so cam duke's able to stay on sides did you mm-hmm. i love how he turns around he's like was i on like he's, right. he's looking back at the ref like are we sure <laughs> yeah just making sure i mean that's his first mls goal so shouts to him that's Fantastic, awesome dude sporting casey did give up the, the goal to freddie montero just a little bit before that and that was just kind of like a, that was a dumb goal dude that shouldn't have happened yeah i mean tim punches away a hard cross at which i get and it, it just 
got a little unlucky, kind of fell right to a, a, a Sounders player. And then there was some Just chaos in the, in the box. box. Sporting yeah. couldn't clear it. Freddie Montero puts it away. Melia was off his line. It is what it is. But overall, uh, 3-1, Sporting KC comes out of there with the victory. Uh, that's That was a huge game, not only because Seattle was first place in the West going into the game, but Sporting also has a game in hand on Seattle still because we both played each other. So Seattle has 32 points through 16 games. Sporting Kansas City has 30 points through 15 games. Both of us wow. have two points per game now. So hey, it doesn't mean nothing if we uh, can't keep this going, man. We got a we got a wave of momentum going, dude, with mm-hmm. FC Dallas coming to a maybe hot and rainy Saturday, it might look like. Yeah, it'll be weird. And Dallas, um, they had a hell of a game. Uh, Ricardo Pepe, he put at least three goals away, I want to say, for them. Like, that, it was their best game of the year. So they're coming in they're, hot, too. They're talking. I mean, does he have some transfer rumors uh, circling around him? Yeah, there are. I mean, let's, let's do that. By. Let's get that done this week. <laughs> let's wrap that up, sign those papers. There, there are transfer rumors. I mean, they also just signed him to a five year contract extension. Because uh, well, we can. There's some gray area. We can some movement. You know. Yeah. I mean, they're, they signed him to the five-year contract extension because there's also some transfer rumors circulating him, and suddenly his value goes up a lot more. If they're like, well, we got him under contract for the next five years, so you're going to have to pay us a lot of money if you want us to get rid of him. You got to buy that out, right? So, yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, they, they come to town. Um, for We'll have no Busio, no Polito. Correct, because they're still with uh, the respective national teams in the Gold Cup. But yeah, yeah even Dallas, if they lost on Thursday, I don't think we get them back for Saturday. No, There's just no way. I, I don't think. And things would have to Is go. Is it on Thursday? The game? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Thursday, because then the finals so, on, on Sunday. That's yeah, right. 6.30 for the U.S. and then uh, against uh, Qatar, Qatar, however you say yeah. it. Uh, things would have to go drastically wrong for the U.S. to not win that game but weirder things have happened and then uh, mexico versus canada immediately after that'll be a fun game yeah so i'm excited thursday will be some good soccer but then saturday yeah uh, skc versus dallas dallas is feeling hot they just beat la 4-0 so uh we'll we'll see what happens i for one am feeling pretty confident that sporting kansas city are gonna actually continue their winning ways uh, i think we're gonna beat fc dallas uh, i think it'll be a, a two-goal victory i'll say and I think we're we're gonna continue the hot streak and and uh, really push Seattle for that first spot in the West. I think so too, man. And uh, you know, we all keep gaining ground, but New England Revolution keep doing things. I know we don't talk a lot about Eastern Conference, really, but mm-hmm. what the heck are they up to? Well, they're they're technically um, the Supporter Shield leaders right now. They have thirty three points, two point oh four or two point oh six points per game. Uh, they're first place in MLSsoccer.com's power rankings, and you know they. Uh, Do we even play them this year? I don't think so. That's because that's a weird COVID schedule, man. We only play like two or three Eastern Conference teams, and they're not one of them. But um, wonderful. What yeah. are we on power rankings? Numero dos. Oh shoot! We've moved up to number two in the power rankings, and uh, you know they're they're singing the praises of, of SKC. Uh, it says this team has talent all over the field and nearly everyone seems to be executing at a high level. The only criticism you could really have at this point is they've fallen behind too often to start games, but no team this year is better at bringing themselves back from the brink. I think we've earned 17 points this year from a losing position, which is insane. It's wow. Wild. 
So, you know, and they, they even say, you know, the only criticism you could really have at this point is they've fallen behind too often to start games, but no team this year is better at bringing themselves back from that, that spot. I, I, Did you I, just I, say that? Yeah. Bro, I was just reading it. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I wasn't even listening to you. We're, we're bad at podcasting. Like I'm, I'm, clearly, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Uh, you can leave it in. But I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to add this little tidbit. I'm going to, I'm going to contribute. And then you're like, why are you saying the same thing twice? <laughs> it's, you're going to laugh when you listen back to this part of the podcast. Cause I read that sentence, say one little thing and you go, yeah. And, and then this is what they say. And I thought you were doing a bit for a second. <laughs> oh dude, that's funny. No, that um, just goes to, that just shows I wasn't listening because I was like, and that's, that's something in relationships too, man. You should always listen to somebody instead of thinking about the next thing you're going to say, you know, it's all good. It's all good. It happens. I, just, uh, I wanted to contribute to the power <laughs> rankings conversation. Well, did you see, I didn't learn this until I saw this tweet in the power rankings. Cause Johnny got up there on the plane and was playing flight attendant and, and gave yeah. the, the, the team ball to or the game ball to, to Cameron Duke to little dinky. Right. I was going to say his nickname dinky. What is that? What does I, that mean? I, I I think we're gonna have to do some investigative journalism and try to figure out the origins of Dinky. I, I don't. I mean, do we? Should we get Cam on here? He he I'm seems wondering. like he really doesn't want to talk to people. He, Is that he, weird? I mean, he's he's early on his career. Sure, he's, sure. he's not the most outgoing guy, at least in terms of of media appearances so far. So. Uh, you know, that's something that comes with time. You know, Johnny's on here talking could, about cutting. We could open him up, dude. We could get yeah, it. We could try. I mean, I don't know that we're going to get stories like we got from Johnny talking about cutting nipples out of people's shirts. No, but, but... we could be like, why is your rapper name Lil Dinky? <laughs> 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 and that sounds bad. Yeah. Dinky. So we'll... I assume maybe someone tried to call him Dookie one time, which is yeah. not much better. And uh... <laughs> just misspoke. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So we're number two. Seattle's number three. You want to take a wild guess who's number four? Dude, we're number two and Seattle's number three. Yeah. Do you want to take a wild guess at who's number four? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 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 is it Western Conference or Eastern? It's Eastern. I'm not looking. It's Eastern? Yeah. So uh, is it Orlando? It's not Orlando. Orlando actually oh. is down at seven. Okay, so they've this, kind is, of dropped. this is a team that quietly is having a pretty decent year that I don't really pay much attention to. They've only lost NYC, one, probably. one game, Nashville. Oh, weird. Nashville's got 26 points. They're second in the East. They've only lost one game this year. Six wins, one loss, eight draws. That's so, a lot of draws, though. It is a lot of draws. But, well, at least uh, they know how to get some points. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, they're they're a decent squad, so... They're, uh, they're, they're having a good time over there. But uh, it was a hell of a week for Sporting Kansas City. Remy Walter and Kerry Zavagnin, MLS Team of the Week. That's right. That's right. I, I, I will not acknowledge that until Kerry Zavagnin does the post-game press conference. Peter calling in, <laughs> calling in from spots unknown, from yeah. parts unknown. Yeah. And Kerry's uh, just like, I mean, what am I? Chop liver? I, I'm Team of the Week over here. Well, here's the deal. Peter gets the record. He he gets the credit for the wins because he's sure. still the coach. So, but did you hear Peter say on that on the interview he was like something about uh, you know being being wherever I'm at right now? And I'm like, what? Wherever you're at, where right. where are you? Sean I, Sean did ask. Sean Goodwin yeah. asked, "Where are you?" And Peter just didn't acknowledge it. He didn't acknowledge it. I'm like, yo, this dude. <laughs> 
has COVID and is on a beach hanging no, out. <laughs> he wasn't on a beach. He had he had his virtual background on. My guess is he's holed up in his basement. He's and, holed uh, up in Tahiti with his virtual <laughs> background. No, I trust him. I, I did appreciate, you know, he was like, yeah, I got vaccinated 100% of our team and, and whatnot yeah. have been vaccinated. But he was like, I fully believe that I'm feeling as good as I am because of the vaccine. So I think everybody should get how, vaccinated. How did that get discovered? Like, they're not still testing people. So really, someone just must have been exhibiting some light symptoms. Some symptoms. And of they're some like, sort. hey, something's up. And I think about that sometimes. Like, I'll get like a little lightheaded or something. I'm like, uh, is it COVID or did I stand up too fast? Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, I, I had kind of a cold this last week. And, and I was like, oh. this isn't good. I was just in Los Angeles where they're having some issues. I'm fully vaccinated. But I was like, could this be COVID? Like, honestly, I was like, this is maybe the worst cold I've had. Like chest was not feeling, not chest, but like throat was feeling real sore. It went down into like my esophagus. So I went oh, and you're got, a mouth breather. <laughs> I went and got <laughs> tested because I was like, I need to make sure it was negative. I didn't have it. I, and then I read a New York Times article about how summer colds are like the worst they've ever been. But uh-huh. it's uh, it's just a weird time. So. I just I'm so stubborn. Like if I'm not feeling great, I'm just like, hey, I'm just getting old. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's ask uh, or answer some questions that we got oh, here. Hell yeah. Uh, Anthony Martinez says, uh, "Are yeah. you on the cam tram?" Cam so I guess tram, that's what we're, we're going. With. Is that trademarked? Is that Anthony Martinez's uh, thing, or did he see it somewhere? I don't know. I, I mean, love it. A, a lot of people were were sort of trolling the Sounders final score tweet with with things about cam tram and, and all sorts of other memes so okay okay it's, uh, it might be the thing i'm all about the cam tram you can't toot the horn it's not a train it's not a bus mm-hmm. what does a cam tram do ding 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 like it's got a little got some bells on it well what what does the what does the streetcar do does it have any sound it's, that it makes i think there's some ding dongs in there is, it, is a tram is a tram more like a monorail i think so so it's a little more of a Little, little zoom little zoomies i don't know maybe i don't know we'll figure it out we'll do some more investigative <laughs> I, well, I love it i'm here for it hashtag connor bateman says cam duke has been really great these past two games should he be starting in the midfield i liked the formation change at the end of the seattle game that basically had two sixes and duke at the 10 so yeah that was kind of like the double pivot that that carries vagnan suddenly was like oh peter's not here i'm gonna change the formation he did he did he's like he's <laughs> like i got i get a little control now watch All this right. peter you should have listened to me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what do you, I mean, Buzio is going to be leaving almost certainly. Yeah. So that gives maybe some more time. Felipe Hernandez is still away from the team for personal reasons. Right. So we might see more Cam Duke. I mean, I, I don't hate it. I mean, he's getting a lot of, a lot of exposure now. Dude just had the best week of his career, man. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's flying. He's feeling good. Probably can't wait to get to this Saturday and hope that he makes the the squad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure does beat uh whooping up on usl competition you know he's, he's mm-hmm. probably up here having a damn good time like yeah for let me, sure let me school these 30 something year olds you know yeah absolutely uh the fan club says with our current depth chart what positions do you think we need to fill i think he's talking about transfer rumors potentially ah. uh, and he goes left back what's going on with adia martin seems to be doing okay but seems to get beat a lot and have to chase back yeah, so. D is kind of a that's that's kind of a little bit of a tragedy in my opinion. I would love to see more Dia uh, in the squad, but he's been doing some SKC two stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, dude's extremely talented, but you know, obviously, uh, we're a team that loves midfielders, and mm-hmm. as Ilya said, we'll we'll probably sign at least nine more. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? What a funny joke! Yeah, 
But I mean, Ilya got back into the game as a Wait, did he say midfielder. That? He didn't say that on the air, did he? Is that just remember. us? Maybe. Who knows? Okay, he said him and Roger were just joking, and they're like, oh, you think we'll sign another midfielder after yeah. they already signed, like, four or something? But, I mean, we probably need more midfielders at this point. <laughs> yeah, so. I kind of feel that. And and Ilya uh, kind of being bumped from center back now that EC's gone, it's like, where does where does he fall into this team? If Remy Walter's up there. And yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know where we need to address any any concerns here. Probably just a midfielder. I'd like mid and uh, some more midfield depth a little bit, you know, whether it's yeah. number six or or whatnot. But uh, but we'll see. You know, who knows? Or even a winger. I mean, it's it's you know, shallow. He's crushing it up there. But if he has to, you know, take a week off or something, I mean, yeah, I would what, take some more depth the over there. I mean, I would definitely take some more depth on the wing. So for sure, either one, really, either wing. Justin Schaefer says, could Shallowy make a run at Dom Dwyer's single-season SKC goal record of 24? Dom actually scored 22 in MLS play and two in other competitions that year. Whoa. This year? I don't know if he – I mean, what's he at now? Like 10? He's at 9. He's at so, 9. That's rough. And we're 15 games in, 34 games in the season. Mm-hmm. I did some math earlier. He'd be so on you, pace if he played in every single game. He'd be gets, on pace for about 20 and a half goals. At his current pace. Right. Halfway through the season will be two more games. So if he gets three goals in both the and with yeah, three goals in two games, he will be halfway to that that achievement. Yeah. I don't I don't think it happens. because uh, we're we're too good at spreading the wealth. You know, he's not scoring everything, he's not taking penalties, he's not taking set pieces. Yeah. Um, I don't Dom, you gotta think, Dom was taking everything. Yeah. Penalties I think Dom was and everything. Was he? I don't know if he was doing set pieces. I think Benny was doing most of that. But yeah, but Dom, Dom was the was, PK guy. For yes, well, was. I mean, Benny was the PK guy. But when Benny wasn't there, Dom would would do it quite a bit too. So well, Dom went until he missed, and then Benny went until he missed, and they kind of went back and forth. Yeah. That was kind of their thing. But there, he's Daniel Shallowy currently is on pace for twenty point four goals this year if he plays in all thirty four games. How's he going to get that point four? That's a great question. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think he what, breaks he got that about, record. He got one third of that goal with him, Kyrie, <laughs> and Johnny, or whatever. I think it was Fontas, yeah, who, who was there. Yeah. I I don't think he breaks the record. I mean, you know, sixteen to eighteen goals, I think, is realistic for him. But above that, I think that would be gravy. Um, I, I do appreciate Nick Schrader. Uh, the team is really good. This is not a question. Let's set our sights on MLS Cup and Supporter Shield. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a question. I love that. I love it. Uh, and then the last question uh, for this week, because uh, we're, we're over time, but that's okay. Lots of good stuff going on this week. Um, Chip Colmia says, with our back line coming back to full force with Fontes and EC at center back, where do you see Ilya fitting in? Remy Walter making team of the week builds well for his performance in the midfield position. So this is kind of yeah. what we talked about a little bit. But I what, just kind of tease that, man. I, I, I think we're better with Ilya on the field. Uh, if he has to be a sub, then, then so be it. I mean, it's uh, I'm sure he'd like to be out there all 90, but I don't know, man. He's just, he's our, he's our Whit Merrifield right now. He's our utility guy and we'll, we'll play wherever he's needed, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have a guy like that who can, who can play all over the field. So yeah. That's all the sporting KC news I have for this week. Do you have anything else for our listeners? No, dude, you got, you got the gold cup uh, uh, still going and USA mm-hmm. is still moving along. USA beat Jamaica. Um, Gianluca Buzio did start, Wait. although he didn't back it up. One yeah. MLS news 
uh, weird Kanye West oh situation. God. I hate it, bro. I'm a Kanye fan, and I I was a I was a big Kanye fan when his first, second, and even third album came out. Then he got a little weird, mm-hmm. and it's like I kind of treat it as uh, wrestling. He's a heel. He's yeah. a bad guy, and everyone yeah. hates him. He's an entertainer. I, I cheer for those heels. I cheer for the Charlotte Flares. Okay, I I love it. I'm still very much included and in, involved in Kanye's music and creative whatever he's doing. But this is wild. He's living in this stadium and walking around in some huge blood red puffy jacket and and uh, uh, looks like pantyhose on his face. Yeah, like he's robbing a convenience store in the nineties. Weird. I don't. It's weird. Really know what's going on. And they, I haven't listened to the latest extra time, but apparently they talked more about Kanye than they did about Seattle versus Sporting KC. They did. Yeah, we got a good uh, two and a half minutes worth, I think. So cool. Pretty two wild, best teams dude. in the West. It's it's like the longest podcast too. They damn near do ninety minutes every week, almost like eighty minutes. And it's like, wow, let's not talk about that. It wasn't even the game of the week in people's opinion. No respect, man. No respect. No respect. So but yeah, it's weird. Uh, everyone's pumped for his new album to come out, but he's living in Mercedes-Benz Stadium and has a studio so set up stupid. there. Uh, I don't know why you need to do that and and for your like creative mind to get going. It's just wild. I don't understand. I don't I Yeezy, don't understand dude. a lot about Kanye. I'm, and his I'm shoes not, are dumb as hell. Why, who's buying any, these Yeezy shoes? I don't know. I'm not in on the Kanye thing. That's that's not my jam. So, so. expensive, dumb shoes. I don't know what's up it's it's wild um i don't know usa beat jamaica barely it wasn't a great game barely buzio didn't play that great it uh probably shouldn't have beat them like it got a goal at the very end i was like oh this bitch is going to extra time no doubt yeah so they go on to play cutter now and and we'll see what happens on thursday uh we'll be watching gonna say qatar by the way which you can you can say it either (laughs) way i read that you can do that yeah and then uh, the last bit of news is, is kind of broke earlier today. There was a blockbuster trade, probably the most blockbuster trade that'll happen in MLS this year, I would guess. We'll see. Colorado Rapids acquired Mark Anthony Kaye from LAFC for ah, yeah, a yeah. million. That? Yeah, that's how you say it. A million dollars in general allocation money plus a 2022 international roster slot uh, to LAFC. So um, it's yeah. it's crazy. This is a big I saw deal. A poll on twitter who who won that trade then colorado right mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy I, man i think i mean lafc got a million dollars for walker zimmerman who was mls best 11 defensive player of the year where's yep. walker zimmerman zimmerman now with nashville at near the top of the east and lafc's floundering yep. and never did anything with that money to replace their best defender and he's captain of the national team yeah so it's um I don't know. It's, it's wild, but Colorado's building a nice little midfield. They got Kellen Acosta. They got Mark Anthony Kaye. We'll, we'll see what they do. So yeah, he's with the Canadian national team, I think right now. So he's, he's not going to be immediately available, but right. Right. He'll, he'll be there soon. So that'd be weird just to be, uh, you know, not around and then get a phone call. <laughs> yeah. By the way, hey, we're, we're going gonna, to Colorado. We're going to trade you, man. We're going to yeah. trade you. So I think that's all we got for this week, my friend. Sweet, dude. You got – here's your slate. You got USA Thursday, 6.30. Sporting, FC Dallas, Saturday, 7.30. Good times, man. Good times Absolutely. coming. Uh, is there is, – is there, yeah, there's a Woso away game 
uh, August 1st, Sunday yeah. at 2. They're still looking for their first win, I think, right? Yeah, I was hoping they would have got it last Friday. I, I was out there. It was uh, once the sun went down, not too bad of a, an evening. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a little rough. Amy Rodriguez got dealt. Um, a, a legend immediately played her old team. Yeah, a legend in the the women's soccer community in Kansas City. She played for FC Kansas City, so we're gonna miss her. Thank you to Amy Rodriguez for everything that she did for Kansas City and for the U.S. Women's National Team. But again, KC won that trade, man. Like, sure, we'll take some money and three players. Right. One player who's looking maybe to the future. on her last years. I don't know. Yeah, they're looking to the future. And I mean, clearly this isn't the year that they're going to be competitive, but we'll see what happens in the future. So I, I, I don't yeah. I don't hate the deal for KC and WSL. We'll see. For sure. So, well, thank you all so much for listening. As always, it's been a pleasure talking to you this week. Uh, make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. Uh, or six star or seven star maybe we can get above seven star we'll see we'll get it we'll, we'll get see. it uh, make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at no other pod at dan Couser at jcmac03 uh, like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com uh, check out our store bitly.com slash no other pod get yourself some merch it's a victory pod so go mm. buy some victory pod shit it's great you can get t-shirts you can get tank tops, you can get mugs, you can get pillows, wall art, whatever you want. Go to, to bit.ly.com slash no other pod. No other pods, all lowercase in that. Uh, and and you know what? Go to hellotushy.com slash no other and get yourself a Hello Tushy bidet or one of their wonderful products, 10% off. Splish splash. It's it's hot out. You know what you do when it's hot out and it's a million degrees? Just go sit on your Hello Tushy and just, you know, hook it up, let yourself cool down a little bit. It's it's Absolutely. it's pretty good. It's good. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week, hopefully with another victory pod, but until then he's Dan, I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. And call Jimmy Mack for all your dream crapping needs. <laughs>